Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on when you're listening to today's podcast. It's Dave Dean, and you know it's been a little while since I've produced a podcast. That's only because I haven't had a lot to speak about, in my opinion. Um, I guess every day, if you were to read the news or go on social media, uh, you would find something to speak about. Um, but because I'm trying to talk about things that you do not typically see on TV or read in newspapers or find in uh, websites or on websites on the internet, sometimes it can be difficult when the creative juices aren't flowing and unfortunately, for the last few weeks, my creative juices have been just about at zero. That happens sometimes. Also, it's because I haven't really found a rhythm with exactly what I want to speak about. But as I'm going through this process of deciding what I should and shouldn't talk about on this particular podcast, something came to mind to me recently of why I'm always feeling so, you know, I would say, empty or curious And I know empty and curious sound uh, like polar opposites, but as I explain, or as I go on to explain, you'll kind of understand what I mean. There's always this feeling among humans, at least those of us that think at all. And some people, honestly, they're like zombies. They go to school, they get trained in, in the way of what they call, quote unquote, Um, The American dream, or I guess for some it would be a nightmare, but either way, you get trained and you get out and, you know, if you're from a certain mindset or of a certain mindset, you'll go to college and get a degree and then, you know, get a job and eventually marry and buy a house, blah, blah, blah. And then you'll get to about 40 something years old and say, well, what did I do here? And you're living a life based on a decision you made at 18 years old. And you wouldn't typically, as a 40-year-old, go to an 18-year-old and say, what should I do for my life? And listen to them. But yet a lot of your collective decisions have brought you to that point. And sometimes you'll say to yourself when you get to that age, if you have half a brain, how did I get here? And why is it that even if I've achieved everything I thought I'd set out to achieve, whether it be money, whether it be a beautiful wife or a nice family, or I feel unfulfilled, And you have felt this way for so long, most of your life. And in fact, I'm not sure because I'm only 45. I'm not sure it ever actually goes away. And I've been thinking a lot about that because we look for the answer to that in various forms. Uh, We look for it in careers and hobbies, through our children, uh, through, you know, sex, through entertainment, you know, through working out, whatever it is. And, and we have these brief moments when we're doing these things, whatever it is that we enjoy doing, where it actually feels like we're in rhythm. A lot of people would say, well, I feel like that when I'm on vacation. I feel alive. I feel human. And I've been thinking a lot about that because I keep, uh, I have not had a job for the last 10 weeks or so. I've had a lot of time, downtime, and I'm continuously looking for new ideas or something fun to do or something interesting. And if it's hard work, it has to be hard paying, but I'm always searching. There's always an emptiness. I'm searching and I'm empty. And when I find something new for a period of time, it feels fulfilling. Oh, this is my purpose. This is what I was put on here, this planet for. But what I've started to realize is the actual purpose of life 
no matter how hard you search uh, for it through a career, through money, through vacations, through women, through men, through relationships, no matter how much you search through your hobbies, so things that you genuinely enjoy, no matter how hard you search for that, you will always come up with this feeling of emptiness of what is the problem here. And then what do you do? You go out searching again to fill that emptiness. And I've said to myself, why can't I figure this out? What is it that I can't figure out about this? And just recently, or just the other day, I started thinking about it. And I think the reason being is that we have this, at least if you have half a brain and you use it from time to time. We spend an inordinate amount of our lives doing things that have been taught to us through the system, uh, whether it be cultural system or the political system, the economic system, when we think about our hobbies or the things that we enjoy, we do a lot of thinking on these things. We're distracted continuously. When I say distracted, sometimes you're distracted intentionally, sometimes unintentionally. But you could ask a person that, you know, likes cars and they ask them all about cars and they can speak for hours on it. Or you could ask somebody about sports, if they like sports, and they can speak on it for hours. And matter of fact, they can read about it and listen about it and participate in them. You know, and I'm not above any of this. I love guitar and I spend a lot of time listening to music and I love writing songs and I love racquetball and working out. I'm not above any of this, but, and they do bring me happiness, but it always brings me back to what is my purpose. And then I go looking again. Hence me being unemployed for the last 10 weeks. I'm looking again. I'm searching again. I'm trying to fill that emptiness, that void. And I'm starting to realize that the real purpose of life, and I don't have this figured out, the real reason we're here probably is to try to figure out why we're here. (laughs) to study why we, we're here. Now, you, you may say, well, we're here to serve God or we're here to help people, but that is not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is what are we? What is life? And see, what I mean is we spend so much time thinking about paying our bills, getting educated, raising our kids, the football game, the basketball game, the next task that I have to accomplish, that less than 1% of our life is actually spent studying what it is to be alive and human. What are we doing here? Why are we here? And you may say, well, we don't know those answers. A lot of us will say, you only find that out when you die. And that's how we ignore thinking about it. But if I said, um, well, you're into cars, ignore it. And you will figure out (laughs) everything you need to know about cars. That would sound absolutely stupid. Well, the longer you wait to think about it or to study it, the faster you'll figure it out. You would say that's absolutely stupid. And you would also say to me, Dave, you can't figure out what happens after you die or while you're alive or do you even die until it actually happens. And what I'm starting to realize is that may not be true. It's only the fact that we haven't given time to think about it. We haven't spent time. We've distracted ourselves. We fear it. 
We have to worry about everything else that's going on in our life. And if you look back at your life, everything that's ever happened, although you think you caused it to happen by your thoughts, and to some degree you did, you cannot explain where that thought came from. You will wish it away by saying it's free will and the ability to think, but where did that thought come from? Where did that thought come from and how were you able to act on it and why were you able to act on it and someone else wasn't? Furthermore, why were you born with that ability and someone else wasn't? See, you could just easily say because, and that's fine. But you're not answering the question, the fundamental question. Why are you here? Why are you doing what you're doing? What is being alive? What does passing away mean? And I'm not necessarily sure you can 100% figure it out, but I am 100% sure you haven't given much thought to it. Nor have I. And I start to think about the great gurus and meditating and sitting under a tree. A lot of the American Indians used to sit under a tree. And I think one of the reasons they smoked a peace pipe was the idea was some of their life was blown up into the sky. You know, they, as they were exhaling, they were giving something to the sky and the sky would send something back down for them. But when you think about the idea of sitting still and thinking, and if you were to say, who understood life? You would say, oh, the gurus, the great yogis of India, the Buddha, Jesus, you know, some of these uh, Indian tribes, they have a real understanding of life and the ebb and flow of the earth. But what do they have that you don't have? They have a lot of time to think. And when you have time to think and you're around other people that have time to think, these things can get passed down. So you can read a book on LeBron James or you could read a book on, you know, for me, I like to read about communist Russia or a commun the economy. The book I'm reading right now is The Economy of Russia and China and why both of these communist countries um, existed and one became a mega power financially or economically and the other one, you know, is middling and that would be China versus Russia. How did one succeed and the other did not? And I find it interesting. And that's fine to participate in the study of what's going on around us, but it certainly doesn't answer the fundamental question of what it means to be alive. And I could read a thousand books about that. And it would certainly explain human nature to some degree, but it wouldn't explain what is the idea of being human. In other words, we can get a career, we can become well-versed in things. We can study what it means for other human creations, art, music, history. We can participate in these things. But how often do you participate in the actual analyzing of what it means to be alive and what it means to die and what would happen? How often have you thought about it besides in passing? Now, some of you may say, well, I have thought about it. Yeah, but how much thought have you actually given to it? How deep have you gone with it? How much have you read about it? How much have you studied it? How often have you sat down in nature and studied it? And I think the answer would be very little. Matter of fact, when we do go in nature, a lot of times we're snapping pictures or we're talking to somebody or we're looking for something, but very rarely do we sit there and think about things. A lot of the times what we're getting, the information we're getting is coming from the very system 
that is preventing you from thinking about it. Even the books, they're coming from a certain system into your hands. Everything you read on the internet from a certain system into your brains. Everything, but it's not coming from an internal place. And I'll give you one quick example as I finish up. A few years ago, I used to be a, I'm a fitness fanatic. I think anybody that would know me would say I've spent the majority of my life being in pretty great shape. But there came a point when I was a little bit overwhelmed and I had too much time. I mean, not enough time to work out and I was stressed, so I was eating bad. And I'm sitting on a bike one day at the gym and I had gained maybe 30 pounds and I just didn't feel like I could lose it. And I was looking at the magazines and each one of them had pictures of, you know, different body types and all this information about how to lose weight. And I had tried certain diets and they were not sustainable. And I sat there and I won't get into the details, but I remember thinking to myself very clearly, I've never thought for myself what would work for me. I always used other people's information, other guides. And I remember thinking, reading history, as a matter of fact, sometimes people go weeks and months without eating. And I was saying, why do I always feel the need to eat it this time and that time and this time? And coincidentally, right at the same time, every time I turned on my radio in my car, it blew out my headlights. Don't ask me. I don't know why. So I had to shut my radio off. And I was driving around a lot. And I would have this time to actually think. And I would hear my brain start saying, it's almost 12 o'clock. It's time to eat. And I started realizing, like, I've got nutrients in my body. People have gone weeks without eating and survived. Why do I need to eat right now? And then other times I would hear my brain saying, Dave, you're very stressed. Why don't you just go get something to eat? And I know that sounds absurd, but I would literally hear my brain saying that. I'd say, well, what the hell does stress have to do with me needing to eat? Anyway, you start to see in that silence and within your own self, understanding of where the problem lies. And I could make corrections based on myself using my own information and interpretation of life. And I lost 30 pounds relatively quickly. And I've been able to keep it off because I have a system now. Now, I didn't read about it. I didn't get information from a fitness guru. I simply listened to myself. Now, I know what you're saying. Well, you've had a long time to figure that out. It's true. But at the end of the day, the actual inspiration came from inside of myself not from an external force. And I think most things come from there. Understanding of human life cannot happen when you're distracted. It can only happen when you sit around and think about it. Now, the question is, how do you do that? And that's a topic for a different podcast. I'm Dave Dean. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Have a good one.